Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Oh, I am so, so grateful to have you here. Truly, truly grateful. I know that um, your time and your energy and your attention is precious and limited, and I, from the bottom of my heart, just want to say thank you for sharing some of that with me today, and I hope that this episode leaves you feeling lifted and a little bit fuller than I found you. Now, as I'm recording this podcast, we are kind of kicking off the season of gratitude as we approach Thanksgiving time here in the States. And I love the holiday season. I really do. I, I think there's so much joy and memories to be made during the season. I love delicious foods that take me back to my childhood. I love connecting with family. And there's just so many things that are magical about the holidays. But I also want to take a moment to recognize that I I know that this season can also bring with it a lot of challenging things too and tough emotions, whether that be sadness or grief. Maybe you're going into your first holiday season without a loved one, or maybe every holiday season without a loved one brings back those feelings. Maybe you have anxiety and stress this season. Maybe you're suffering with some depression, and I just want to hold space for you with love that whether you're feeling joy or sadness whether you're feeling excitement or anxiety, whether you're feeling all of the things all at once, I just want you to know that you're not alone, that life is beautiful and challenging and all of these pieces are a part of it. And I just want to sit with you in whatever it is that you're feeling. And I also think that there's some good news though. I think the good news is that the thing that can help us in this season, if we are struggling with some of those uncomfortable emotions that might come up, is that the theme of the season, gratitude, is the one thing that I think can help us the most as we manage those emotions and navigate those pieces of just being alive and being a human. Now, I am going to talk about gratitude in this in this episode, and I'm really excited too because I started my own personal development journey and my health journey really with gratitude first. And I know that we've all heard, you know, growing up how important it is to be grateful, and it seems all fine and good. I don't think anybody would necessarily argue the point, but it wasn't until I really started incorporating it as an intentional daily and weekly practice that I really discovered the insane power behind it. The way that I got started was writing down five simple bullet points of gratitude each and every morning. And that simple practice, which I have now been implementing for three years strong, it has quite literally changed my life in a huge way. And in this episode, we're going to chat all about why gratitude might just be, yes, the most simple yet wildly powerful practice out there for our physical, social, and mental health and well-being. Without further ado, let's dive on in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. All right. Gratitude. Mm, Gratitude. I, you know, I think gratitude is one of those things that 
that we all know is important, but I think that we all forget is important or forget to be intentional with it. And unfortunately, I think sometimes it takes us losing something to realize how grateful we were to have it in the first place. Maybe it takes losing a job to finally realize that that crappy job you complain about every night wasn't maybe all that bad. Maybe it takes losing your home to realize how grateful you were for it. Maybe it takes losing food in the fridge, or maybe it takes losing a loved one or relationship. So often I think that we wait too long to recognize all the things that we already have in our life to be grateful for until it's too late and it's not ours anymore. And I think the same thing is true for health. You know, for a really long time, the way that I spoke to my myself, specifically my body, was it lacked all sorts of gratitude. There was zero gratitude. All that I had to share with myself about my body was these feelings of shame and embarrassment and self-hatred and judgment and all of these emotions that basically were saying, I don't like you and I don't like this body and I am resentful of this body and I, you know, all of these hateful things. And if I took a step back and asked myself, like, what would I be without this body? There are people out there who don't have a body that functions the way that my body does who would be so frustrated to hear the way I'm speaking to myself because I am totally dismissing all of the gifts that this body gives me and all that I have to be grateful for right now in this body as it is. And I think sometimes when it comes to health, it takes someone getting a really tragic diagnosis of something for them to realize, wow, I had so much to be grateful for for that functioning healthy body as I had it. And I completely resented it for so long. And maybe, maybe that sounds familiar to you. Maybe you have been resenting your body, feeling shame and hatred about your body. And maybe hopefully this episode is going to be a good reminder to you that you right now, as you are your body right now, as it is, there's already so much to be grateful for. And there is so much power in rooting ourselves in that place. I think that we get so caught up in just wanting more doing more, reaching for more, which do not get me wrong. I absolutely believe in dreaming big and setting big audacious goals and reaching for more and trying to become your your better self and living your best life. But when we are constantly focused on what we're reaching for and don't currently have, it can become toxic because it doesn't leave room and space for us to feel happy, proud, and content right here in the moment. And I really see gratitude in my own life as being this thing that grounds me. It's the thing that brings me back to the present moment. It's the thing that helps me find understanding and peace from things that maybe were from my past or that were challenging. And it's the thing that allows me to find so much abundance right now as I am. And the more that I find to be grateful for, the more that shows up in my life to be grateful for. I feel like If I'm constantly living in this place of lack, like I just want to have more money. I just want to have more clients. I just want to have a bigger house. I just want to have more time to travel. I just want more, 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 more. And instead, if I said, I am so grateful that I have enough money to pay my bills this month. What a gift. I am so grateful that I have a roof over my head and a place that is home to my five cute little porch kitties that welcome me when I open the door every single morning. If I can recognize how abundant my life already is, it creates more space for me to accept other things in my life, to create more abundance instead of constantly living from this place of lack. Gratitude grounds me. 
it grounds me. And I want this to become a practice. If you aren't already using it in your life regularly, I want you to listen to this episode, explore the power of gratitude, how you can implement it in your own life. And I hope, I really hope that gratitude can become a grounding practice for you as well. So what is gratitude? Now, I think we all have a basic understanding of what gratitude is, right? But psychologists have defined gratitude as this positive emotional response that we perceive on giving or receiving a benefit from someone. So when you think about gratitude, I think gratitude, it can be written, whether you're writing down in a gratitude journal, it can be spoken, literally just telling someone thank you, or it can be thought, just taking a moment to be mindful of what you're grateful for, who you're grateful for, all of the things in your life that you have to find gratitude for. And what I think is really powerful about it, the idea of of finding gratitude, and I, I mentioned earlier, like creating this abundance mindset is that it just creates more space for more things to be grateful for. Oprah Winfrey has a quote that says, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never ever have enough. Ooh, that is so good. And I think if you think back to that definition, it says it's a positive emotional response that we perceive, that we perceive. So gratitude isn't this this hard line. Gratitude is really about this perception, right? It's about your thinking. And what's so beautiful about that is that no matter what your circumstances are in your life, no matter how much or how little you have, you get to choose how you perceive it you get to choose how you're going to find gratitude. And by focusing on what you concentrate your energy on, on what you are thankful for, you'll create more of it. You'll end up having more. But if you perceive that you don't have enough, you may never feel like you have enough because that is all about perception, right? Someone could have a million dollars in their bank account and feel like it's just not enough. That's perception. Someone could have $10 in their bank account and feel like I have more than enough and be so happy. And that's all about perception. It's coming back to the thinking. And if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know that I'm all about the thinking and the mindset. And gratitude is really a practice. It's a thought practice, right? It's an intentional thinking practice that can be written, spoken, or thought that can wildly change your life. Now, I'm going to share with you some of the benefits of gratitude because I think that they might even be bigger than you may think. They really, you know, Gratitude benefits us on a social level, on a physical level, and also on a psychological level. So I'm going to break these things up and just share some of the benefits of gratitude and how it can really show up and change your life in a big way. First, let's talk about the social benefits of gratitude. Something that I think is really incredible about gratitude is that it has the ability to help strengthen our relationships and our connections with other people. And that is, you know, of course, when we share that gratitude. When you think about gratitude when you're in a relationship, it's really you being deliberate about recognizing the generosity of someone else. And it could be something simple, like someone holds the door open for you when you're walking into a building. Just saying thank you goes a long way, right? Like think back to a moment where you did something like that, maybe for a stranger, like opening the door and they walked in and they didn't say anything. Did you immediately have a thought of like, well, that ungrateful bastard. (laughs) Um, maybe, Maybe not, but I know that sometimes if you do something for someone, and that gratitude isn't expressed, you might have a thought about that or a thought about that person. But if you share your gratitude, this all of a sudden can help you strengthen these relationships. And it reinforces generosity. When you're more grateful for others and express that gratitude, they are more likely to continue sharing that generosity with you. 
If someone opens a door for your, you and you're always so gracious and thankful, guess what? They're probably going to still open the continue opening the door for you because it feels good to help other people and it feels good to be thanked, to be recognized for your generosity, even if it's something as simple as opening the door for someone. It feels good to do good for other people and it feels good to be appreciated, which is why gratitude when we share it with other people can really help strengthen these bonds. The other thing that it can do is really help us become better communicators as well. Gratitude can also help us become more empathetic for other people. And ultimately what it does is it makes us more likable. I mean, think about that. If you are a kind, generous person, if you are someone who openly shares your gratitude with other people, it's likely that people are going to like you and appreciate you. There might be someone in your life that you can think of right now who is so ungrateful. They never say thank you. They never feel like they have enough. They're always just wanting more. Are they pleasant to be around? Are you more likely to show up and do things for them knowing that whatever you do for them is going to go unnoticed? No, of course not. We want to be around grateful people. When we're around grateful people, we're more likely to be generous. So when it comes to our social situations, the more often that we share gratitude, the stronger those connections can be. And what this leads to is, is it, it's this ripple effect, right? Because if you have stronger interpersonal relationships at work or in the home or in your church or in your community, you are more productive at work and in that space. You might be more involved as a team member in these groups to accomplish projects because it's easier to work with people who recognize your value and it's easier to be generous and help out other people who are gracious in return. And I think gratitude can also really help you as a leader. Because you'll become a more compassionate leader, you'll be more considerate, you'll be more empathetic, and more people will respect you as a leader the more that you share gratitude. So gratitude can help us individually, but gratitude can really help strengthen the bonds that we have with other people when we share it. Not only can gratitude help us in our social relationships with other people, but I think one of the most incredible things about gratitude is that it can really benefit us psychologically and with our mental health. And the first thing that it does is gratitude helps us shift away from our negative thinking and our emotions. I want you to think about it this way. Things grow where energy flows, okay? Like even think about you planting a garden, right? Like the things are going to grow where you water it, where you give it sunshine, where you nourish it, right? And I want you to think about your time and energy and what you focus on, what you focus on thinking, wherever you focus that energy is what's going to grow. And if we are continuing to pour all of our energy onto focusing on thinking these limiting beliefs and negative thoughts, guess what? That negative energy is going to flourish and grow in your mind garden. But if we root ourselves in intentional gratitude, if we flip the script and ground ourselves there, guess what? We find more things to be grateful for. When we increase our intentional gratitude, there's less space for that negativity we get to decide where we're going to give that energy to and are we going to choose to allow it to keep focusing on these negative thoughts and limiting beliefs or are we going to shift that energy intentionally by rooting ourselves into gratitude. Now gratitude, it literally changes your brain. Research shows that it wires and fires new neural connections inside of your brain to the bliss center. It fosters cognitive restructuring and creates more positive thinking. It reduces fear and anxiety by regulating the stress hormones. And some people even talk about it kind of being almost a natural antidepressant. Gratitude produces these feelings of a long-lasting happiness and contentment, which is something that happens at the neurotransmitter 
level. When we express gratitude and receive gratitude, our brain actually releases dopamine and serotonin, which are those neurotransmitters that are responsible for happiness. So when we express and share and receive gratitude, it actually enhances our mood and it makes us feel happy from the inside out at the brain level. Isn't that like remarkable? The more that we consciously practice gratitude every day, those neural pathways strengthen and that helps to create a more permanent, grateful, and positive nature within ourselves. You know, I think that there's this belief of like an old dog can't learn new tricks, but there is research out there that shows that we can continue to increase our neuroplasticity and strengthen these neural pathways as we continue to age. And so the good news about this is, is that if you have a hard time being grateful naturally right now, guess what? the more that you intentionally practice, you can actually strengthen these neural pathways to become more grateful over time. What I think is really special too about gratitude is that it helps us reduce our anxiety and depression and creates us more emotional awareness. By intentionally practicing it, we are engaging that prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that helps us manage our negative emotions like guilt, shame, and violence. And by practicing gratitude, we're creating this more empathetic and positive mindset by nature. We don't get to control the circumstances outside of us, right? There are a lot of things in our life that are out of our control, but the one thing that we do get to control is the thinking that we give our time and energy to. And by focusing on thinking, on intentional gratitude, we can actually help change the way that our brain is wired. It can also help us reduce stress Studies show that gratitude can reduce our levels of cortisol, which is that stress hormone, and that helps reduce the feelings of fear and anxiety as well. When it comes to taking care of our mental health, I think sometimes we dismiss the small things that we can do for ourselves that can make a really big impact over time. Listen, I am not a I'm not a neuroscientist, okay? And I am not a therapist either. And I absolutely advocate for getting the help and support that you need from those professionals. But I want you to recognize that science shows that just practicing intentional gratitude can really improve your well-being starting at this, this brain level, this mental health level. And that is powerful. And what's so cool about it is not only does it strengthen our relationships, not only can it strengthen our mental health, but that also overflows into our physical health as well. When we practice gratitude, it changes those levels of those neurotransmitters and that stress hormone. And those changes then in turn change our physical health as well. Studies have shown that practicing gratitude intentionally can actually strengthen our immune system. It can help with our body pains and our aches. When we count our blessings instead of our burdens, it helps us regulate those dopamine levels and reduces the feelings of pain so that we're more likely to to continue to show up for ourselves and our health. And maybe that means we're more likely to work out or we're more likely to, to do the things that are going to take good care of our health all based on our perception. And I want you to think about how you're thinking, how your, your thinking manifests itself with your physical health. Like for example, when I first started getting into running, I had a lot of thoughts that went through my head as I was running. And most of them were, it was like me running out of breath and me thinking, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Oh my gosh, my legs are on fire. Oh my gosh, this hurts. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And what I realized was that the more that I focused on those aches and pains, the worse I felt. 
I listened to this podcast called Not Your Average Runner, and she is a running coach and a life coach. And she talks a lot about the mindset part of running. And by learning how to change my mindset around running and my movement, almost really incorporating my gratitude practice into my exercise and thinking, I am so grateful that I have these strong legs that allow me to come out and be on this beautiful run and taking these views. I am so grateful that even though this is uncomfortable, I can feel my legs are getting stronger with time. And if I changed that mental conversation that I had and incorporated more gratitude into my exercise and movement, instead of focusing on all those aches and pains, it felt so much easier. I was so much more likely to keep going. I was so much more likely to finish my run and run further. And you know what changed? What changed was my thinking. The, the actual physical body pains and aches weren't, weren't different, but my perception of them was. And that all had to do with how much I was focusing my mind on gratitude versus focusing on the burdens of, of the discomfort I was feeling by running. It seems crazy to think like, oh, practicing gratitude when you run is going to make it easier. But I promise you, it does. Practicing gratitude has also been shown to help with blood pressure and cardiac functioning and What I think is really cool about that is that a grateful heart really is a healthy heart. Practicing gratitude helps you sleep. I mean, just think about going to bed at night with a grateful mind, how much easier it's going to be for you to fall asleep at night. When you're more grateful for your body and your life, you're also going to be so much more likely to treat it with the kindness and care it deserves instead of taking it for granted. You know, when I think back to my own personal health journey, like I shared at the beginning, I I was not grateful for my body. I resented my body. I hated my body. I spoke terribly to my body. But when I started this health journey, I think that it was gratitude that really, really helped it be so much different this time. Because for the first time in my life, I decided that I was going to change. I was going to make different choices for myself and my health. But it was gratitude that allowed me to make those changes from a place of love and care versus from a place of a punishment and hate. And it all started with me being able to stand in front of the mirror and look at myself on my day one, you know, I weighed almost 300 pounds. And instead of having that negative tape continuing to play on about all the ways that my body was wrong and I was wrong and gross and disgusting and all those terrible things, it was me intentionally looking in the mirror and saying, I am so grateful that I have a body. I am so grateful for this able body that got me out of bed this morning. I'm grateful for these strong legs that allow me to move and dance in my living room. I'm grateful for these strong arms that allow me to embrace my beautiful, loving nieces, the people that I love the most. I am so grateful for a body that heals itself. Even looking at the parts of my body that sometimes I struggle to love, like my stretch marks, being able to look at them and saying, I'm so grateful that I have a body that meets me in every season of my life, that will literally stretch with me, that will heal me, that carries me through every beautiful experience of my life and every hard experience of my life too. I am so grateful for this body right now as it is without changing a single thing. And that's the power of gratitude. I think when we approach these health journeys from a place of, I'm going to be so much happier once I lose the weight, once I wear a certain size jean, once this about me changes, we're missing the point. Because the key to happiness isn't having the perfect body. The key to happiness isn't having a certain amount of money. The key to happiness isn't being in a relationship with someone. You know what the key to happiness is? What science has shown? The key to happiness is gratitude. And gratitude in itself 
is basically asking you to be grateful for what you have right now without changing a single thing. And that's something that we're not always the best at. We're constantly reaching for more, thinking that happiness is going to be around the corner. But happiness is here right now. Happiness and contentment is here and available to you. And it all starts by rooting yourself in gratitude. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about some ways that we can start taking intentional action to make gratitude a part of our happy and full life. Interested in exploring journaling, but just not quite sure where to start? Bright Pages is a guided online journal designed to help you get clarity and spark inspiration so you can bring your bright ideas to life. Through prompted journaling pathways, Bright Pages allows you to journal with intention and purpose. And I have some great news. The founder of Bright Pages, my friend Jess, is offering my listeners a one-month free trial to try Bright Pages for free. Visit brightpages.com and use the code CLIMB to get started. Again, that's brightpages.com using the code CLIMB to get started with your journaling pathways for free. Happy journaling. Okay, so I hope by now that you all agree with me that gratitude is a life-changing practice, that it affects so much in our life. It affects our happiness and contentment, yes, but it also affects our, our health and our well-being, not just at the physical level, but at the psychological level. It affects our mental health, and it also affects our social relationships too. Gratitude is so, so powerful, and I really do believe that the key to our happier life is a grateful heart. Gratitude creates this abundance mindset. The more grateful you are, the more goodness will come into your life. I truly, truly believe that. What I think else is, is cool about gratitude is that it kind of has this ability to transcend time in a way. I think when I think about gratitude, I think about being grateful in the present, but I think gratitude actually has the ability to help us find gratitude and understanding for the past as well, whether it's you know finding memories of our past or experiences in childhood to be grateful for. I think it's really great about grounding ourselves in the present by not taking whatever fortune we have today for granted and, and whatever fortune comes to us for granted as it comes. And I also think that gratitude can help us as we think about the future as well, because it helps us maintain this hopeful and optimistic attitude, grateful for the possibilities of what might come to us in the future. But I think in order for gratitude to be really helpful, I think it's something that has to be practiced regularly and intentionally. I want you guys to hear this before I share some, some ways that I think you can really start putting these practices into place. And the thing I want you to hear is that gratitude, yes, doing sitting down right now to write down five things you're grateful for might be helpful, but it's not going to change your life. Doing gratitude once is not going to drastically impact your mental and emotional and physical well-being. It's great. Do not get me wrong. But the key to really channeling the power of gratitude is by giving it time and practicing it with consistency. By practicing gratitude consistently, I truly believe that it can change your life. G.K. Chesterton has this famous agricultural metaphor that I really love because y'all know I love my agriculture. And it's essentially that this pursuit of true happiness is much the same as cultivation. We won't get the desired results unless we nourish and nurture the seeds properly. And the effects of practicing gratitude, they don't happen right away. They don't magically appear. We have to nourish and nurture those seeds properly. 
it's going to take time and it's going to take consistency, right? You don't plant a seed and expect to reap the harvest the next day. Wouldn't that be nice? But that's not how it works, right? We have to tend to that over time. We have to nourish it, give it the energy, water, sunshine that it needs in order to grow. And the same thing is true for gratitude and the benefits of gratitude. It's going to take some time. Okay, so how can we create more gratitude intentionally in our life? I want to give you five ideas that you can start implementing into your life, into your daily life that are going to help you get more grateful. The first way to get grateful is to start with yourself. Mm, Grateful for yourself. Now, what does that look like? I have a little challenge that I want you to consider doing, and this might make some of you guys uncomfortable and I'm okay with that because I think that growth happens on the other side of our comfort zone. So come and get uncomfortable with me. All right, let's do this together. What I want you to do when when you think about starting with gratitude with yourself is I want you to make a daily practice of being grateful in the mirror about yourself. And all that is, is taking a couple of minutes, maybe it's in the morning, maybe it's when you hop out of the shower, maybe it's when you're getting ready. And I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to tell yourself five things intentionally that you are grateful for about yourself. Now, these can be things that are physical. It can be about your body. If you want to find gratitude for your body, that's great. And it can also be gratitude for other things as well. Maybe it's gratitude for something in your personality or how you're handling something, or an action that you did for yourself, or a moment of self-care that you took for yourself. I want you to start practicing gratitude with yourself by looking in the mirror daily and just sharing five things with yourself that you're grateful for. All right. A second idea for implementing gratitude is by keeping a gratitude journal. And this is one of my favorite things that I do for myself. And it has been really the foundation of my self-care for the past three years. And the way that I started with my gratitude journal, it can be really, really simple. I just had a blank journal at home. I literally would just write at the top and say, today I'm grateful for, and I'd write down the date, and then I'd write five bullet points. And I would just write down five bullet points of gratitude. And this is what I think makes it more helpful. I think that when it comes to practicing gratitude, sometimes we're like, well, I'm grateful for my family, um, my friends. Uh, my dog, my job. And those are great. I'm glad that you're grateful for those. But I think that when we think about gratitude on this big level, we don't see the results quite as, as well. And so what I want you to do if you're doing a daily gratitude practice is I want you to get very clear and specific about what you're grateful for. Okay. So if you're grateful for your husband, for example, what is it that you're grateful for, for your husband specifically that day? Maybe it's my husband did the dishes after I made dinner and I'm really grateful for that. Or when I went out for my walk, there was a beautiful patch of flowers that just started to bloom. I want you to get really specific on what is something from that day that really, that you were really grateful for. And you know, I said earlier that things grow where energy flows. And I think it's so much easier for us to put all of our focus and energy on all the things that went wrong during the day. And that's what we're burning into our brain. And so by asking yourself to recall, what is something specific from my day today that I'm so grateful for? It's you logging that into your brain. It's you saying, these are the things that are worth remembering. These are the things that are worth writing down. And the more you focus your energy on those things, the more I think you'll find that as you walk through your day, you find more things to be grateful for. Now, when it comes to keeping a gratitude journal, I recommend picking a time of day that you do this each and every day. For me, I like to do my gratitude journal in the morning. I personally just really like starting my day with a grateful heart because I feel like when I start with gratitude, I find more gratitude throughout my day. 
There are other people in my community that love doing their gratitude journal at night, a way to kind of wrap up their day and reflect back on the day of thinking, what went really well today? What am I so grateful for today? Writing down those bits of gratitude and then putting it off to the side of their bed before they go to sleep. And that's beautiful as well. So keep a gratitude journal, even if it's just writing five bullet points of gratitude, but choose a time of day that you want to do this every single day to make it a routine and a habit so that it becomes a part of your daily life. The third idea for gratitude is meditation. Mindful gratitude for the present moment without any judgment. Now, if you're new to meditation, I think of meditation kind of like being this mental muscle. And when you think about strengthening a muscle, like going to the gym for the first time, the first time that you go to the gym, everything's going to feel heavy and really hard and awkward and uncomfortable, right? Of course. But the more that you go, the stronger that you get and the more natural that it feels. And the same thing is with meditation. So if you try meditation for the first time and you're like, that was weird and uncomfortable. I was really bad at it. I kept getting distracted. That was hard. Guess what? That's okay. That's how it is for everyone when they start. But by practicing gratitude meditations, you're taking time to slow down, be present, reconnect with your breath and your body, and root yourself in gratitude. And I think that it can be such a wildly impactful practice. What else is really great is that there are so many tools out there to help you practice with meditation if you're new to it. There are apps like Headspace or Calm, or you can go on a free YouTube video and just look up gratitude meditation. And there are an abundance of gratitude meditations on the internet for free that you can try out right now. The fourth idea for implementing intentional gratitude is through prayer. Now, if you are someone who is religious or spiritual in any way, prayer can be a really great time for you to practice some of that spiritual gratitude and share it with whatever higher power it is that you believe in. Maybe it's when you sit down at night before bed to pray and just share some gratitude with your God or your universe or whoever it is that you're praying to. Maybe it's in the morning when you wake up. Maybe it is writing down a gratitude prayer. Prayer can be a really great time for you to practice some of that spiritual gratitude with whatever that looks like for you. My fifth idea for implementing more daily gratitude is to share it. Now, research shows that practicing gratitude and just mindful gratitude, whether you're doing it in a journal or just thinking it to yourself, has amazing benefits. But there's also extended benefits when we share that gratitude with other people as well. So I want you to think about people in your life that you're really grateful for. Maybe it's your family, friends, someone that was a teacher for you in high school that really changed your life. Maybe it's coworkers. Maybe it's um, a stranger on the street. Whoever it is, I want to encourage you this week to share your gratitude with them. And that can look a lot of different ways. Maybe it's writing a letter, like writing down a physical letter and mailing someone a card that just says thank you and writing down whatever it is that you're grateful for. I feel like snail mail is like people have forgotten about snail mail and I think it's highly underrated. I always feel so special and so surprised when I get a letter in my mailbox. There's something so special about about someone sitting down and writing a card, like a heartfelt, sincere card and sending it to you in the mail that is so special. And what's great about that is that you get the benefits of sharing that gratitude and writing it down. And the other person gets the benefit of receiving that and feeling that goodness all day. So if you are grateful for someone, I want to encourage you to share it, whether that's writing a letter or another great idea is doing a gratitude visit or a gratitude date. 
Maybe it's calling up your best friend and being like, hey, I just appreciate you so much. I would love to treat you to a coffee this week. Or showing up at your grandma's house and being like, hey, grandma, I'm just really grateful for everything and I just want to come in and take out the trash for you or whatever that looks like. How can you share your gratitude with someone by writing them a letter, giving them a visit, setting up a fun date, sending them a text message, calling them on the phone? I want you to think about who you're grateful for this week and I want you to share it with them. Let's share the gratitude goodness. Now, if you are new to gratitude and especially new to gratitude journaling, I really want to encourage you to give it a shot. And I actually have a resource that I want to share with you that might help you with that. Now, what some people tell me when when I talk about journaling, because I'm a huge avid um, supporter of journaling, and I know that it's helped me in, in a really big way in my life, is that some people sit down and they're like, well, I just, I just don't, I don't know what to write. I, I just, I look at a blank page and I get lost. Like, uh, where do I start? Well, I have some good news. My friend, Jess Ekstrom, who was a past guest on the show, has put together this amazing online guided journaling platform called Bright Pages. Bright Pages creates these journaling pathways, which are essentially pathways with prompts that allow you to journal with a purpose. Each pathway has a different theme. And you follow the prompts to help you have this guided journaling experience for something that's specific in your life or something that you want to focus on, whether it's gratitude, whether it's starting a business, whether it's um, finding more self-worth in your life. And what's really exciting about Bright Pages is that Jess has shared a code with my community. If you go to brightpages.com and use the code CLIMB, you will get your first month for free. So if you want to give gratitude journaling a practice or just journaling in general, and you want a little bit of extra support and guidance, definitely check out Bright Pages and follow along with one of those journaling pathways. And you, my friend, can thank me later. I think you're going to love it. To wrap up today's podcast episode, I just first want to encourage you. I know I shared five different ways that we can get grateful, starting with yourself by looking in the mirror, keeping a gratitude journal, meditation, prayer, or sharing it with someone else. I want to ask you to Decide for yourself, what does a regular journaling practice look like for me in my life? How can I start intentionally implementing more gratitude into my daily life? And I want to encourage you to start laying down the foundation of that becoming a habit. Maybe it's journaling in the morning. Maybe it's journaling at night. Maybe it's doing a midday meditation after lunchtime. Decide when, where, and how you are going to practice more gratitude and start taking action. And remember that the benefits of gratitude are immense, so, so powerful, but it takes doing it consistently over an extended period of time for the magic to work. So start small, meet yourself where you're at, and just keep moving forward. To wrap up this podcast episode, I just want to share some gratitude with you. I am so grateful for this space, for a space for me to sit here in this room and talk into a microphone And I'm grateful for my incredible virtual assistant, Jill, who's going to hear this as she's editing my podcast, who helps me put together this podcast so that I can share out into the world. I do not think that I could do it without her. And I'm so grateful for her and for sharing her love and passion for this community as I do. I'm so grateful for you, for being here, for listening, for for sending me messages and sharing your own stories with me. You are the reason that I show up every single week to share this. I really am just grateful for this community, for a space for me to be honest and open and learn and grow alongside you. And I hope to also give you a space to do the same thing. Three years ago, 
when I started my own gratitude practice. I could have never dreamed of where I would be right now. And I'm just so grateful for that version of me, the version of me who decided to start doing more of this work on herself and rebuilding that relationship and rooting herself in gratitude first. Because now three years later, I see just just how powerful each one of those baby steps were to get me here. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for this day. I'm grateful for this life. I'm grateful for all of the challenges and failures that I have come across in my life that have made me stronger and allowed me to show up in this space even better for you and for myself. I'm just so grateful that you're here, truly. The other thing that I would be so grateful for, and just know I'm grateful for you no matter what, but if you would take a moment, if, if you have enjoyed this podcast or, or gleaned something from it that is helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend, someone that you think um, needs to hear it. And if you're listening on iTunes, take a second to leave me a five-star rating and review. Those are one of the best ways that you can help support the show. And if you have any questions for me, I'm going to be doing a Coach Kaya Tells All segment coming up very soon. And I want to know what your questions are. You can ask me about anything at all. You can ask me what color underwear I'm wearing. I don't think you want to know, but just just letting you know that (laughs) all questions are on the table. You can click the link below in the show notes to see the link so that you can submit your own questions or you can shoot it to me in a DM on social media. I am so glad that you're here. Grateful for this space. Grateful for you. And I am so excited to chat with you again next week. In the meantime, go get grateful. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.